1: Happy Tag Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Ann Police. And I'm Denise Cooper. Oh, it's an early morning record.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I haven't. La, 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 la. Are you supposed to do that before you come on? Me, 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 me. When you went on air Mm -hmm. um, and you did, did you do early morning anything? Never. Oh, that's good. Mm -mm, I was not an early morning news anchor ever. Could you imagine being one of those, hey, wake up to channel such and such at, 4.30 4.30 in the morning. They have news on it that early. I wanted to do that. Well.
1: Because it would have been perfect for having a child. Uh, you're done by 10 and out of there. How much prep work is it though? Like, Well, your producers do it all at at 2 a.m. Oh. The producers come in 2.33. They regurgitate everything from the night before. Get it all ready for you. And you just practice it when you get there. Yeah. And you after a while, you're not really practicing. You just can. You read through the script real quick and then three two one good morning uh,
0: I am not a morning person
1: no I always wanted that job but it never worked out and it's fine because it it would have required me to go to LA this way I was I was 15 minutes from my house sure I stayed in Orange County there was no morning show fun morning show in Orange County. in Orange County because
0: none of us are that fun in the morning I in Orange County not. in Orange County we're like please sleep
1: so this morning podcast is really testing my limits. <laughs> it's really testing We my don't mind. have
0: makeup on. We're just yeah. here in the pod room. This is why we don't do our video
1: either. <laughs> Any YouTube is not happening <laughs> at this time of day. No,
0: but we needed to do it. We wanted to do it. We I'm glad we're doing it. I'm going to I'm going to share with the audience and mm-hmm. you Yeah. what my day was like a couple days ago. Oh. Really? Oh my gosh. I'm very excited. I couldn't talk
1: about it until now. Uh, oh, oh. Some PTSD happening, a little, it's upsetting.
0: Literally. Yeah. I don't, have you ever had the kind of day? Mm -hmm. My day, it wasn't like all of a sudden I spilled my Diet Coke in my car, then I got a flat tire on the way to work. No, not, it wasn't like that. Okay. Everything was going along fine. It was a fine day. I was pretty good. Sure. But you know when that one thing happens Uh, and it just, it changes everything. What's the one thing? I dropped my keys in Uh the toilet and flush them down. Now
1: explain to our listening audience <laughs> how that works. Well, was it a stand-up
0: button situation, a flush, like it was all one motion? It was a stand-up situation, zipped up, le- leaned over to flush the toilet. I never even saw them go in. That's how quickly it happened. I have a key fob I have a newer car, so yeah. it's automatically opens sure. when you go. And I had just been out to my car to load up to go home. And they were in my pocket because if I have a lot of stuff I bring to work. I have a lunch pail. I have a briefcase. I had some other things I was taking home. And so I had to make trips. And I left my purse in the car, so I grabbed my keys, put them in my pocket. Needed to use the restroom before I went home on the 30-minute drive. Mm-hmm. And literally... It was one of those slow motion, but also fast at the same time. I can't even explain it. It's like my, I left my body for a second. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not trying to be over dramatic. but this gets worse because they flushed.
1: No, wait, wait, wait. Let me just stop you right there yes. so that I have a vision of this. Okay. You noticed it as
0: they were. I heard fl- something. I flush. I'm not looking down the toilet. No, I flush. I hear something. I look down. I don't see it because there's toilet paper in there. Yeah, sure, sure. And... I look I grab my pant area and it's gone and I yell. I start yelling a few choice words OS OS OS. Sure, sure, sure. Like I start yelling, yes. screaming, sure and my office thinks I have fallen in. Mm, can't get up. And to be honest with you, that would have been better. No. Yes. And everyone's like, I run out and I'm like, I just flushed my keys down the toilet. And everyone's laughing and as they should be, except I wasn't thinking it was funny. And Mm-mm. my daughter who works with us says, mom, you have another set. And I said, no, I don't. That's the whole point of this screaming. Mm-hmm. I don't have another freaking set of keys. What happened to the other side? That is a good question. Okay. We just, have no idea. But you did, the car did at one point have, have two, two sets. sets. Okay. We just don't know. I where only it... bought the car a little over a year ago. Yeah. It's not a brand new car. Right. But it was new to me. Yeah. And the keys are quite expensive because they come from Germany. True. And so when I only had one, I thought I am playing, you know, I'm, I'm living on the edge. Uh, you love it. But, you know, I, for the $900 that it costs to get the key. No, Oh, yeah.
1: The fob is 900 bucks?
0: It costs $300 for the key and $600 to have them program. Oh, they
1: have to program it to your car.
0: Mm-hmm. And it takes up to 10 working days.
1: I'm sorry. This is first world problems.
0: I know it is. I don't mean
1: to be unsympathetic because I but am I'm
0: not. But in, I'm in Corona. Mm. I have a car there. Mm. I have no way of moving the car. No way of locking the car. No <sighs> way of... It's going to be oh, there. Wait. I don't have any way.
1: Wait, 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 wait. So that the folks at home, because I don't even know this, the way that their business is set up out there in Corona, it's two large sort of industrial buildings next yes. to each other that sort of share a drive parking through lot. a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Is there a gate that no.
0: closed? There's not a lot no. gate? And we've had things stolen. A lot of stink things stolen. People who have hopped the fence to get into our yard to steal it. Not just a car sitting there in the parking lot.
1: Without a gate. At all. Oh, no. So you had to leave it out there unlocked?
0: Oh, yeah. I had to go get the key fob, a new key fob ordered immediately. Wait, you can't lock that from your app? Doesn't do it. It doesn't give me access for some reason. That seems like a design flaw on the part of the manufacturer. According to, they are going to help me do that when I get my car. Mm -hmm, Mm. Because I took it in to show them. And they're like, that's not right. Something's not right. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Well, something's not right here. I had a bad day. Yeah, you did. So... We called a plumber to see if there's any way they could snake it out. Now, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so it's not going to happen on that day. Did
1: you shut off the water?
0: They did. Okay. I didn't. Somebody's like, our office guys were like, shut off the water. And I was like... That's that, smart. That is smart. Now, nobody can use the restroom for the rest of the day. Oh, no. well, I knew. I know. That's fine. I didn't care. No. I'm like, okay. It was 4 o'clock anyway, right? Wasn't yeah, it late? people were going to be leaving within an hour, so it whatever. But... I, it just was one of those things that literally set my whole rest of my day. Yeah. I literally had a headache that li- it, was a, it was a migraine. Yes. I could not get out of it. I could not get away from I couldn't sleep that night. I was worried about the car. I was worried about all the stuff that it's like a domino effect of problems. Mm-hmm. And everyone's have these. That's why I'm sharing this. It's not because I'm... I'm dumb like I felt so no. dumb like what a dumbass right like what happened to you like why would and everyone was like why do you have your keys in the bathroom
1: oh well uh, my keys are in the bathroom all the time
0: I don't know what to tell you it's like your cell phone you put it in your back pocket and you go to use the restroom and all of a sudden it's in the toilet how many times have I done that I've done that
1: three I I've can done tell it you. at
0: least three times yeah I mean it's it's an everyday occurrence practically <laughs> Now, not any longer. I've learned my lesson and I have a case on it that's, you know, <sighs> makes it really. That's toilet proof. So I'm, I'm only sharing this because it kind of is a segue into where we're going. But as I, it was, I had to go home and tell my husband. No, His reaction fun. wasn't terrible, but it wasn't like, oh my gosh, that's so funny. Or he was not happy because all it meant was a lot of work yeah. on everybody's part. Right. The good thing is the next day the plumber came. Okay. Found the keys with his camera. No.
1: Thirty no. feet
0: into the plumbing. Thirty feet down. And it wrapped towards the shop. So it went like it it flushed and went to the right. <laughs> literally. Made a curve. Took a little journey. Yes. And it was thirty feet in okay. and I wasn't there for that because they sent me pictures mm-hmm. of it and we'll post this. No. You've never seen, you, you, it doesn't look like anything. I can't sent tell you, I sent you to you. You can see the keys are kind of there. All I'm telling you is they can do some amazing things. Yeah. They couldn't grab it because they were kind of heavy. It was literally a key fob with the car. It looks like a car on yeah, it. It's yeah, pretty big yeah. right. with the emblem of the car right. and two other keys. So okay. it wasn't just like a single thing. And they couldn't get it, so we had magnets at our office, at our work, in our shop. 50-pound magnet attached to to that, and they were able to grab them out.
1: And the magnet then got thrown in the trash after that? I'm
0: sure not. No, we don't (laughs) throw anything away. We have alcohol. They disinfected everything, but I have my keys. You can see them right there. They are in a plastic Ziploc, and they will not come out of that. Yeah. Ever.
1: (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It
0: was literally, my day yesterday became when they found the keys it opened up a whole new world for me because i was able to then drive my car home yesterday so someone wait, came and picked me up the key worked the key after being worked. in the cuz it was in the sewer it was in the sewer it and it works it, do, it it works it's unbelievable and i with how hard this manufacturer this car manufacturer made it for me yeah i thought for sure the car the keys not going to work no way no Mm-mm. the car i love mm-hmm. it is a, It handles well. It is sporty. Mm, I love everything about it. Beautiful. However, Mm. they do not make it user-friendly. No. It's not a smart car like a Tesla or something like that. So I am just saying, for all of you out there, you ever have a problem like this, you can get your keys back, turn off the water, hire the right plumber, and we gave him a $100 tip because the plumber, and it cost, I don't even know what it cost. I never asked because it didn't matter. No. It was a few hundred dollars for sure. But they came out, they were able to do it, but it's the smell, I guess, in my office oh. was so bad.
1: Okay. It's a sewer. L-
0: we it's might, a toilet.
1: We might cut this part out. Where did they go? Where did, Where's the instigation point? Where's it was the in the point? shop somewhere. It is? Mm-hmm. Like a hole in the ground? They, popped they were, out. It, mm-hmm. The smell, though, permeated into your office.
0: Yes, everyone said it was terrible. Oh, that's fun. And I, yeah. Well, it's a sewer. And then when I got to work, there was a big laminated sign on the women's bathroom that mm. had a big key with a big red x through it we're and posting post that. that on there it made me laugh so hard it's the most amazing people thing. were like worried like how is she gonna feel about this like us making fun of this you have to and you know i was saying things like i had a day and they were like <gasps> oh no pun intended <laughs> yes you know because it's funny
1: yes yes all
0: the crap that's going on today i have a headache they're like oh no pun intended uh-huh. you know like because it is funny i had to just be able to i literally had to decide how I was going to react yeah there were several ways that you could have reacted and that's the segue for us today okay because every year every every week we have every week or every other week we have a office meeting and I have it with the six girls in my office and I usually do some sort of leadership training Mm -hmm. and it was our tradition that we would do word of the month and word of the month came about because I was trying to focus and work on certain things with the girls in my office, and this has been going on for years, that they would be cognizant of so that they could focus on those kinds of things. And I would choose a word and then I would have each month somebody else. And sometimes we would use the word for six weeks at a time. It reminded me somewhat of what a friend of ours does, and several friends of ours do it. I know Dee Dee, Meisenbach does it. I know Chelsea does it. And they choose themes for their kids' school years, Mm -hmm. right? And they try to come up with something that gives their kids somewhat of a focus or a direction. Mm -hmm. And that's what this word of the month was intended for. Mm -hmm. Well, this year I decided to do phrase of the month. I like it. And because we were not even running out of words, but it was becoming a little bit boring, it felt Mm -hmm. like. It was just like no one was really into it. And one of the phrases that I had seen quite often, when you're looking at leadership training or you're looking at things as a leader, and I'm saying as a leader, I could be talking as a mother. Yeah. Because you're the leader of your home. Absolutely. I can be talking as a father because you're the matriarch and patriarch of your home. Mm -hmm. You have an obligation, I feel like, to train your children Mm -hmm. you have an obligation to train your spouse Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that in a derogatory way I'm not saying oh he needs to be trained (laughs) because I need to make sure that you know I trained him well I've heard people say that kind of stuff that That doesn't that's not what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. I'm saying you need to train yourself Mm -hmm. right so the phrase of the month that really captured what I thought I wanted to have our office work on was choose how you show up
1: Mm-hmm.
0: so how are you gonna show up how are you gonna
1: show up how are you gonna show up meaning meaning the vibe you're bringing the attitude you're bringing what does that mean all you- of
0: the above all okay. of the above and it could mean many many things mm-hmm. so I started that journey for the month of January and we met three different times to talk about that and we kind of expanded on what it meant and what it looked like and I'm lucky because I'm I work with you know, six women that are really great. Yes. And they all have individual um, challenges. Mm-hmm. They all have individual circumstances at home. Mm-hmm. Some are married, some are not. Some are in relationships, some are not. It just depends on who you're looking at. But this applies to everybody. And when I was expanding on it with the group, I thought this might be something we should talk oh, about. Oh,
1: no, I love it. I love it because you've ne- you have know you you've everyone has been either at work or in a social situation at a pta meeting or whatever someone comes in and they're bringing with them some sort of attitude vibe sense you can't put your finger on it maybe mm-hmm. but you're like there's something not right
0: there's an energy for it's sure an energy yeah there's for sure an energy yeah and you could ask yourself all of those questions like when i show up what is my vibe right when i show up what is my energy right when i show up what do i look like well i mean that come on Well, I mean, that seems obvious, Mm -hmm. but I've had people at work. I, and again, I've evolved as a business owner and as someone who can lead. Mm -hmm. I was not a leader 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I was surviving my life. Sure. I had children. I was working somewhat from home. I was kind of part-time in and out. When I went full on, this is going to be my office, my business, my company, what are we, what is it going to look like? one of the things that I wanted to focus on was the culture there. Mm-hmm. And we've made huge leaps in the last seven to ten years on what the culture is like. Mm-hmm. And it has to do with missions, your mission statement, your vision, your vision statement, all of the things that happen. And we've talked about that on the air as mm-hmm. well. The the idea is that you pay attention to what you're doing mm-hmm. on a daily. I was telling the the girls in the office The first thing in the morning, and I've had to change this because I'm the person who gets up and just starts flying around the house, Mm -hmm. right? My routine in the mornings always was just start picking up clothes, do the dishes in the sink if they were in there the night before, just have these ritual chores that I would do just so I could wake up and kind of do that. I've changed what my ritual is. And I think that's number one, Mm -hmm. is number one that you are cognitive of what you want to your body and soul and mind to say every single day do you have uh, advice
1: or a list or information about what are some of the more positive ways you can start your day that don't include scrolling on Instagram or you know running around screaming at my kids or whatever it is what what do you see that works for first thing in the morning
0: choosing how you show up is five things Number one, influencing your environment. Okay? That's what I'm talking about. Saying, as soon as I wake up, what do I want it it today to look like? Mm -hmm. Do I need to be productive? Mm -hmm. Do I need to be calm? Mm -hmm. Do I need to be serious? Do I need to be focused? I mean, what is it that I need to do? Because that
1: changes on the daily.
0: It really does. But there are some, I would say, key factors that are always the same. That they could be. Mm-hmm. You are going to choose how you react. So let me tell you the five things that I told them, and this might spark a little bit more conversation. Influencing your environment. Number two is active authenticity. What does that mean? Well, what does it mean to you? I don't know. So, I mean,
1: authenticity to me means living the way that you feel. So, if I make, if I am in a bad mood, that's what you're gonna get. That's authentic.
0: Okay. You can choose how that. Active, meaning the word active, would be. Mm-hmm. What is your authentic self? Usually you being angry or you having that reaction isn't who you are.
1: Okay. No, because I'm not an angry person. No. By nature. But but what if I wake up, I've got a crick in my neck, a million other things. Right. Am I being, am I not being authentic if I'm like, no, it's a great day.
0: Not, no, not, uh, being authentic to me doesn't mean you ignore The reality. Mm -hmm. Being authentic to me means that you have the ability to know who you are, and even in the face of dropping your keys in the toilet, yes, you've chosen to have a reaction that's not going to be, the sky is falling. Everybody around me better watch out. I'm screaming and yelling, and I can be a total Mm. jerk Mm. to every single person I'm speaking to right now. Correct. I literally had to decide my right then. I had to go into my office and I took a couple deep breaths. And I thought to myself, this is an example for everyone. Oh, man. As a leader, where how am I going to show up in this circumstance? It, it could have gone. My authentic self would have been crying. I felt like crying. Yes. And it, I could have cried. That would be fine. They could have seen me cry. It wasn't mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. But that's not how I wanted to portray this situation. Because like you said, this is first world problems. Yeah. I mean, I've had in my life recently in the last couple years I've had a real shock to the system of reality. Right. My husband's dealing with a real serious medical issue. Mm -hmm. It has made me realize what's important. It has made me aware Mm -hmm. of so many things in my life that are not important. Right. It has also made me aware that I want in my life relationships that are healthy and that are authentic. Right. And when you don't bring your authenticity to me mm. I know it
1: oh yeah for sure we all know it
0: yeah think about the people in your life that you struggle the most with mm-hmm. they are not authentic for the most part okay now you could be dealing with people who are so authentic you don't like who they are <laughs> there's that side of it too but
1: that's my option to
0: do you either choice to either deal with you or not. We're not talking about what anybody else is going to be doing. No. This is how you show up. I like that. You can't control anybody else. But I oh. can tell you, the way you show up will control others.
1: That's true. It's
0: true. Okay, so number three is living with intention and direction.
1: You know, intention is one of those words that's gotten a bad rap. Because I think like the yoga community <laughs> has sort of taken it out. Set your intentions. This right. kind of thing. It's like, don't come at me with your hippie vibe. <laughs> but when you're talking about that, what do you mean?
0: For me, we talked about this at the beginning of the this year. And instead of making goals, I think we talked about being intentional. Mm-hmm. We talked about being present. Right. We talked about being able to guide yourself to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. Is it getting organized? Is it reading more? Is it being kinder to your sibling? Is it, what is it? And that's what it means to me. Living with intention means that I'm not just letting the day take over. Mm -hmm. I have decided, and sometimes the day will take over anyway, Mm -hmm. but if you're prepared for that, you're going to react to it in a different way. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: One of the things at my office, the culture that I want is not putting out fires. Yes. Right? All of that comes down to it. It's, It's much more complex because it has to do with process improvements and it has to do with all these things that you put into motion to eliminate those things. But you can do that with your own life too. Right. Right? You can have a process improvement for what needs to happen in your life, mm-hmm. so why why are we expecting to be successful? Why are we expecting to be happy when we aren't putting the time and effort to make it happen?
1: Oh, I think it's a. I think it's hard.
0: It's hard. It's like cleaning out your closet. But I think being mindful of it, yeah, and understanding that you have the ability mm-hmm. to control it, right, in some aspects, sure, gives you so much strength, and that's what I was telling. The women that I was talking about, we as women have got so many, and I'm not degrading men. Men have got the same thing, but I don't have that perspective, so I can't speak to it. My perspective is I was in charge of a household and a business. Mm -hmm. And I had to run my household somewhat like a business. Sure, yeah. I mean, I had to make sure I had enough money to buy groceries. Right. I had to make sure my kids went to school and were doing their homework and that the house was clean and all of these things that were this responsibility so number four is controlling things within your control Mm -hmm. and that's goes to what we were just saying about you can't control other people
1: right but to me saying something like that that for me would be like well if i was more organized I know every night between five and six, my family's going to want (laughs) to eat. So if I have the grocery shopping done Monday morning, I don't have to worry about it for the rest of the week. That's what that says to me, Uh, that type of thing.
0: Controlling things within your control. And, And part of it is, again, as women and men, you don't have to do it all yourself. We are in a world of convenience. Right. Grocery shopping might mean you're going to get on the computer now and have it delivered. Oh,
1: Instacart.
0: I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. there's things that you have to give up mm. and let go of so that your life can be Easier. something that you, that you can feel proud of and feel good about, that right? That you can manage, yes. Yes. Um, the, th- the fifth one is Moving beyond passive response to active engagement. Okay. What does that mean? Now, passive response, I looked this up because I wanted to understand what that meant. Passive engagement is any kind of communication or interaction that would take place other than being in person. So writing an email or texting somebody or even calling someone on the phone. That is active. But to me, that's almost an active passive because to me, the best way of communicating with people is in person. Sure. Sure. How often are you calling somebody to talk to them?
1: Never. That's the
0: problem now.
1: The thing is, you call someone, they immediately look at their phone and go, don't be a weirdo. Why are you calling me? Just text me.
0: (laughs) We've gotten into that habit that passive responses are what it is. And then what are you doing? You're reading into somebody's text message that might not be authentic. Right. It might not be how they want to be perceived Mm-mm. and vice versa. You're doing the same thing. How do you know what you just sent them is going to be perceived in the way you want it to be perceived?
1: Emojis. Send a smiley face emoji. Yeah.
0: I sent you a poop <laughs> emoji when I dropped my keys there, there were, in the... In, there, there was a lot of poop emojis. There were emojis. several poop emojis. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, just, it is just one of those things where you have to be active in what you're doing
1: right but sometimes sending a text is the easiest way to accomplish absolutely
0: something. and I'm not saying you don't always you never right. you never send a text but like even at a work situation I had to explain to them when you are sending an email what is it saying mm-hmm. make sure that it is got all the information make sure it's got everything that you want so that it doesn't need to be interpreted you just have it out there right okay um, how to choose how you show up number mm. one choose at the beginning Like of your day? Yeah. Okay. That's what I I took it as. Mm -hmm. And I got a lot of this from a a little newsletter that is called Leadership Freak. And he sends it out and it's just very, it's a five minute or less read every day. Mm -hmm. And some of the things are really, they hit home Mm -hmm. and some things I just put in the back of my mind and I go on, but I read it every day because it has really good things. And it's always practical for me because I look at every single thing I'm doing, not as just a business owner, but as a person. Because I think that's kind of what it is. People are working from home now. Oh, You start working from home, the lines are blurred now as to what you are supposed to do at work and what you're doing at home.
1: Right, but also if you're running your home I don't want to say correctly. That's the wrong word. But if you're running your home in a way that is effective, you are running it as a business. You really are. You have a budget. You You have the things that need to be done on this day. You have things that are, you have a calendar.
0: I feel like this, like every time we are talking even politics, I bring this up and I know this is, everyone probably rolls their eyes and thinks it's so lame. But I always think, why are they not running our country like a business? it's It's truly. I mean, I just don't understand it. We can't run our homes without being completely responsible for financially, emotionally, and all those things, those are the responsibilities of a, a home. Mm-hmm. Why are we not doing that in our in our whole world? Like, you, you can't live beyond your means. You can't live putting out fires. You can't live with all of these things. You have to find solutions. And to me, this is one way for you personally to find a solution to getting yourself under control a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I needed this badly. Mm-hmm. That's why I changed my rituals at the beginning of my day probably about a year ago Mm -hmm. Um, we work with a great man john cunningham and he works with us as an executive coach and one of the things he told me to do is that i needed to slow down my speech Mm -hmm. i'm a fast talker i know you are everybody knows Mm -hmm. as now i'm saying it i realize (laughs) i'm talking really fast in the mic but he said slow down your speech and you need to do four-part breathing So I wake up in the morning, I put my feet on the ground, and I literally wait for about a minute just to get myself centered.
1: And what does that do for you the rest of the day?
0: I don't know what it does for me for the rest of the day, but for that moment, I am grateful that I woke up. Mm. Literally. Mm. I tell God, thank you. Nice. Because you might not. (laughs) Well, there's there's another It's the beginning of finding gratitude in just the very basics, right? Mm -hmm. And I do that. And then I do a little breathing, and then I stand up. And then I have other rituals that I do now. And my rituals consist of reading scripture Mm -hmm. or listening to them and doing some kind of physical thing that's good for me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Stretching, red light. It just depends on what it is on the day. But I do that, and I take about a half an hour before I do much else. Mm. I make a drink, Mm. AG1, love it, makes me feel good. I do that first thing in the morning, for me, that ritual hel- is helpful.
1: I'm glad you clarified that the drink is a protein drink and not a not a mixed drink.
0: So just think about this. Rushing through, th- getting things done because you have to, mm-hmm. it's not the vibe you want.
1: No, but I, I need to get this laundry done and the dishwasher emptied as quickly as possible. So I am going to rush.
0: Take a few day- minutes at the beginning of your day to center yourself. Okay. Yeah. You deserve it. No, I do. I mean, every mom knows they've been up, what, awakened three times in the middle of the night mm-hmm. by a toddler who yep. is teething or whatever. The last thing you want to do is sit there in your bed and meander and ponder. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, take a few seconds for yourself, people. Mm-hmm. It will do wonders. Second, reflect on your values.
1: Like what? What are my
0: values? What is important to you? How will your values show up in your behavior? How will you contribute today? I know you're you're thinking.
1: I am. That's the silence.
0: What is important to you? That's what is important to you. And what is a value? Like we had this so I asked the I asked the women after I gave them the first five ideas of how you show up. I asked them to give me the characteristics of what they felt were their aspirational self.
1: Meaning my best self would look like this.
0: Yes. What would... do you, because you know we all think we are One way. We have this lens that is very jaded, right? Because it's only from our own perspective. Sure. If you were to ask somebody else what they think of us, it might hurt our feelings Mm. to hear what they actually say. Probably. I have had many people tell me I'm intimidating. Sure. I don't understand it.
1: Well, I mean, I was intimidated by you the first time I met you. You were not. Yes. No, you weren't. Denise.
0: This is new to
1: me, honestly. Are you kidding me? No. Okay. You had on this gorgeous outfit. See, it's Let me. You, 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 it's so weird. I get to explain my explanation. <laughs> and you were setting up a table at an event that was happening at the at, at our church. And it was a huge birdcage. And you had a table setting that you were laying out. It was for some sort of spring, I don't know, dinner, maybe. Yeah, I don't we remember. We were having it was some before. luncheon or something. It was a luncheon. And Anyone who knows Denise knows, she knows how to decorate a house. She knows how to set a table.
0: Tablescape.
1: Tablescaping is like (laughs) her passion (laughs) uh, of many. There are so many. But her eye is a, she's truly a designer in her heart. So I walk in and I've got whatever my janky junk was that I was going (laughs) to put in the middle of this table. I think I was helping someone else. It wasn't even my table. I'm always like what is happening over here with this woman in these shoes and the and is that her purse and in the tight well you had on tight white jeans oh yeah I remember wow and your hair was a lot longer then Mm -hmm. and you were just like you were in control of the situation I'm like who is this chick and then and then I realized who you were our mutual friend Kyle Stoneman had been like for several months going how do you not know each other You will be in love with each other. How do you not know each other? And then I realized that's who you were. And I was like, I can't be friends with her. (laughs) She is terrifying.
0: (laughs) That's the thing. That's the thing when you have this expectation of somebody and Mm -hmm. then you meet them for real. Yeah. And then you're like, she's an idiot. (laughs) No.
1: But she's my kind of idiot. Let's go, girl.
0: But that's the thing. Like... (laughs) When, when people used to say that I was intimidating, I used to take it as a, like a negative. Mm-mm. And now I just say, well, then what is the value of who I want to be and how I want to show up? How do I want people to see me? I don't want people to be intimidated by me. I want respect. I want people to understand. And the, and I was telling this to the girls in the office. It's very hard as a woman in a business world to be taken seriously without being kind of trying to be intimidating. Right. Like you need that little bit of edge you so do. that people take you seriously because you they just don't. No. Especially if you don't look a certain way. Right. If you if you look, a, if I wear jeans that are skinny and a pair of heels, I'm not trying to be sexy. That's just who I am. Yeah. Right? Like that's just the, the look that I like.
1: But the industry you're in, you're hyper aware of that because the industry you're in is male dominated
0: it's male dominated and it's old school male domination still they they haven't come out of the the dark ages quite yet no I digress a bit when you're showing up and you're asking what your values are what are your values that you want people to see in who you are I don't know here's what mine were my first were being calm Mm. I have a friend we both know her Amber Hales Mm. shout out to Amber Amber Uh, I always our kids were young I always loved the way she was able to seem seemingly be calm Mm, all the time yes the more I got to know her her calmness was different than what I really thought it was when you get to know her just like you you getting to know me is different right when you get to know somebody on the outside they look a certain way her she still had this ability to be calm Mm -hmm. to have this calmness about her that I respected I've always wanted that. And I'm not a calm person. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a go-getter. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Let's get this done. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. So how do you be calm in the middle of that? I don't know. But if I'm trying to be, a, have my culture in my office be calm. Yeah. You can't be running around with your hair on fire. I can't, I can't when I drop my keys in the, co- in the oh. toilet, go crazy. <laughs> I did go a little crazy, but I tempered it a lot. <laughs> Thank you. Because I literally took the time to say, what am I going to do here? Mm-hmm. You know? I was mindful. Um, I wanted to be able to see and hear others. That was something that I, that would be an aspirational self. I feel, I value people who pay attention to me, Mm -hmm. who look me in the eye when they're talking to me Mm -hmm. and ask me questions about myself. Right. You have people in your life. I have people in my life. We have mutual friends who all they do is talk about themselves.
1: Everybody knows what they're getting with that friend. You know, when you go to lunch with that friend, you're going to hear all about their life and they're probably not going to ask you maybe one or two questions about yourself that then lead to another answer that's about them.
0: And there's no deep asking you. They ask you a a question. How are you doing? Oh, you're good. Oh, and and then they move on. Yeah. That's not the person I want to be. I don't want to be that person. I want to hear and see people. I want to be motivated consistently.
1: Motivated consistently to do what? Anything. Just whatever you're doing.
0: I want to be motivated consistently to take a walk every day or to be able to... Keep my laundry <laughs> from, updated, <laughs> up, you know, not piling up Current. <laughs> or to load the dishwasher before sure. the, it starts to smell in the sink. You know, <laughs> yeah. I just want to be motivated. It's some days it's hard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Some days, again, with what I'm dealing with with my husband, some days it's hard for me to be motivated to find that consistency. I get it. And I want that. Mm-hmm. That's a that va- that that's something I, I value. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have a positive outlook. You do. I have to work at it.
1: Really? Okay. That's one of those things like you were just referring to Amber. It's like when when you see a little bit deeper into a person's personality, you get a look at things. But anyone who runs into you at lunch, just like you're walking out, they're walking in would never say she's negative i feel like she's a breath of fresh air
0: i don't yeah i it just depends on the the situation i tend to be more of a i don't think that's gonna fly like i didn't think my key was gonna work in the in the sewer
1: hey that's just reality sister i
0: understand but that might be a negative why if you just thought positive it would work i mean i don't know i'm just saying i get it so here's some of the things that others said um maria was talking about she wants to walk with confidence. So she mm. wants to be confident when she does things every day. Aww. Okay. Um, she wants to be empowered. Okay. She wants to feel empowered. Um, she wants to be disciplined. Okay. Kind of goes to what I was just saying, mm-hmm. right? Like, um, Shauna wants to be calm. Mm-hmm. She wants to be excited to accomplish projects. To be excited to
1: accomplish a project means that you have to start as excited. You know, that's. I think that's... I don't mean to put words in her mouth, but it's like, here's your new project. You look at that thing and you're like, ugh, I've got another project. Instead, it's like, you know what?
0: Opportunity. It's
1: going to be the greatest project I've ever done. And I'm going to do these other things that I hadn't done before. And it's going to make it easier or it's going to turn out better. And then when you're done, you have a sense of purpose. I like that one.
0: I know. I, I mean, like that. I have a junk drawer that if I could just get excited about, might be clean. It's a project. You know what I mean? I yep. mean, it's just something to, you know, it, it, it works well. Um... Taylor said she wants to be positive, and she wants to have a higher energy.
1: Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I get that.
0: And again, you sometimes you have to work at it. Yeah, I don't.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no. to temper down. No, we need people you to around calm down. me are
0: like everyone. Just calm down. She's a lot. She's a lot. <laughs> She's a lot, and I get it. When somebody says I'm a lot, I totally respect that because mm. I understand my energy level isn't as high. Or as excitable as a lot of people. Sure, I'm that's what excitable. makes you fun to be around? I don't know. <laughs> a lot of people can't take it. Well, then we don't need them. Well, that's the thing. They're yeah. not my people. That's They're fine. Not. You that's know, fine. that is fine. Carla wanted to be patient, mm. um, intentional, mm. empathetic, Ooh. and self motivated. I asked her about the empathy part, and she brought up her kids, mm. and I thought it was insightful for her to say that because. How many times have we, when our kids were little, you'd just be like, just stop it. Yeah. Just knock it off. Yeah. Mom, I know what you know, they're crying and and there's a fine line by letting them control it, the narrative and you having empathy for them because they wouldn't do it the same way as you would. Exactly. Ooh, it's a toughie. That's a toughie. <laughs> it is. When she brought that up, I was like, that is really important, but it also applies to people. Mm-hmm. And we talked about it. In our office because the way I might do something isn't the way Shauna might do something or Jacqueline might do something and that doesn't make it wrong.
1: Right. Are you finding this because we're going to be going through much the same situation that you and your family is going through where you are bringing the children on. Warren and I have had many conversations about Cameron is coming from a different place than Warren ever did. And he's got a different set of tools in his little bag. It's not a lot of tools right now because he doesn't have a lot of experience. But he's going to approach things differently. And we both had have had to have conversations where we say, that's okay. It's going to be fine. He needs to try out the new stuff because you know what? Probably going to be better.
0: You know, the historic knowledge that we have from doing this for 30 years is different than their knowledge of now and the present. That's right. And what needs to happen for the future.
1: It's very exciting if you let it be. It's hard. You ha- It's I was just going to say, <laughs> you have to be able to go, all right, I'm not going to be a control freak about this. But you and I both know, as people who are married to type A personalities, yes. the component of that is a control freak. And yes. I don't mean that in a bad way. Mm-mm. No, I'm controlling the situation because I know what the end result is going to be. To allow someone to come in and go, hmm just a sec, what about this takes a lot of what you're talking about? Yeah. Being intentional, being open to, <laughs> it's empathy, okay. Open to
0: empathy. Yeah, like, understanding. Like she was saying, I mean, how is it, how do you, how can you not see the perspective of the other person and feel it? Very easily. But Very easily, because it's a lot easier not to.
1: Just don't. Yeah, but our husbands are also capable of evolving, which I really admire, and being able to say, All right, we're going to let them try. We're going to let him or her try that. And we'll just see. I'm going to sit over here biting the inside of my lip until it bleeds watching this happen. But it's still, I have to let this happen. Right. Yeah.
0: It's really hard. Mm -hmm. It's not human nature, especially as a mother or a father where you are trying to get stuff done for your kids. And you're dealing with a two-year-old that doesn't have any sense of themselves. Well, this is...
1: I'm glad you brought that up because I've watched this with my niece, Sydney. Shout out. Mm -hmm. She's got these two beautiful children and she's not doing things the way that I did Mm -hmm. them or that her mom and dad did them. Parenting is
0: completely different these days.
1: We all sit back and go, what's it going to be now? And everything is working out just fine. Just because she's not doing it the way we would have done it, or the way we think it should be done, everything is. She she's a better parent than all of for us sure. combined. Give me a for break. For sure,
0: these parents now, husbands and wives, yes. mothers and fathers, yes. are co-parenting in a way that I've never seen, and I appreciate. Love it. I love it. It's love going it. to be so much better for these kids. I feel. I do too. I think the relationships are going to have with their fathers and mothers are going to be significantly different than we had with our parents Mm -hmm. and that we had with our children, Mm -hmm. which is, I think, great. Jacqueline said she wanted peace. Mm -hmm. How many of us want that? Mm -hmm. Or how many of us haven't even identified that as something we want? That we need that to help out. To help. I think a lot of us need that. Mm -hmm. I said calm. It it feels almost like the same kind of thing. It's the same. But it's not. How do you find
1: that? How do you go about finding that?
0: I don't, I don't have the answers. I'm putting it out there into the universe and we're talking about it because I mm-hmm. think you don't have to find it. You can experience it on a daily in little increments by doing some of these things.
1: You and I were just talking before we started recording about some people in our lives that are drama. Mm-hmm. They thrive. Mm-hmm. That's part of their personality. There are a lot of people who have that person in their life and they can't find peace Or calm, whatever that may be, because the person is constantly bringing drama to the table. So you have to take it upon yourself to just be like, I will not be affected by the drama that's going on around me that this person is bringing to my table day in and day out. Inside, I have to remain.
0: It's not going to be perfect, but you, if you set yourself up every day to have that as your intention, Mm -hmm. right? You're intentionally going to look for calm, Mm -hmm. and you're going to. Find ways of doing that. I'm telling you right now, scrolling social media first thing in the morning when your eyes open up <laughs> is not a way to be calm to start your day. Mm-mm. It's just not. Mm-mm. If you can find something that brings you peace, maybe it's driving to work with music on that you love. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's talking to a friend that really builds you up. Yes. There's things that you can do and you already know it. You and I had a, an experience. Um, you heard me talking on the phone to somebody. Mm-hmm. And that person is high energy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That high energy is good. Oh, yeah. a lot of times.
1: It's a lot done.
0: But sometimes it's not great for relationships. Mm. So I think again, there's no this is not an exact science. No. This is just a conversation about intention and about showing up and what it looks like. I think identifying who you want to be yeah. is the first step.
1: I like that, the though. The
0: aspirational self of who you are mm-hmm. really is the key. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know those, if you don't know yet, think about it. Yeah. And write it down.
1: I think we all, in the back of our mind, I can remember myself as a teen, which is the worst time to ever decide that this is, you know, <laughs> your teen years are just rot with everything horrible. But I always remember thinking, oh, I wish I was this. The thing that keeps coming to my mind, if you have things that in your personality or in your relationships that are not working, go to therapy. Well, I'm not even kidding. I know you can do it online.
0: It's it's one of those things. But until you identify it, for, for me, this is the first step in identifying any problems, mm-hmm. which is identifying the aspirational self. Yep. I mean, there might be a mental health problem. Yeah, please for you and others. Yep. If there is, there could be an addiction problem mm-hmm. that is running rampant right now. All of those things are going to play into this. Mm-hmm. You already know this story, but I was uh, in charge of the young women at our church. And when I was in Kauai, I decided to do a lesson on anchoring yourself. Mm -hmm. And I gathered up 50 pieces of driftwood on your beach in Kauai. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I put them in Ziploc bags. I took them home. During my lesson, I passed the... Drift pieces of driftwood out and asked the girls to keep it and I gave an analogy about driftwood and how when I found this driftwood on this beach, I had no idea where it came from. Mm -hmm. It could have come from as thousands of miles away, which it probably did Mm -hmm. because driftwood just moves with the ocean. It has no ability to stabilize itself. It can't direct its course. The idea was that you young women can direct the course. And I have since had many young women tell me that they still have that piece of driftwood mm. and that they keep it in their car and they think about it quite a bit. Aww. On the flip side of that, while we were, I was feeling so good about this lesson. You know how you you teach a lesson and you feel like, I, I did a good job. Killed it. Killed it. Yep. Knocked it out of the park. Great. That was short-lived. Uh-oh. The next week at church, a father stopped me in the hallway <gasps> and told me that he thought that I was out of place with the driftwood and he felt as if I was not qualified to tell people that they had the ability to be happy (sighs) What? now I likened these stories to things that would relate to the girls you know like how you look things how you feel daily you have a choice you can be happy you cannot be happy he started telling me that mental health people with mental health issues don't have a choice.
1: Oh no.
0: And I I felt bad because I didn't realize how um deep-seated this victimization was running in their in their family. family. Okay. That's how I felt. Mm-hmm. I was not trying to point out that if you have a mental health issue that you, that you are going to be able to accomplish all these things without help. My feeling is if you have a mental health issue, you do have a choice because you have a choice to get help for it. The problem is when it's a family member or a really close friend, it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's hard to identify because how do you get rid of those people? Oh, or how lot. do you stay away from those people? Yeah, you can. You can't, but mm-hmm. you can control you. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing I'm saying. Jacqueline also said she wanted strength and stability. Mm -hmm. I think every one of us feels that way. Mm -hmm. I think the aspirational self that you are will change.
1: Oh, it does. It evolves.
0: It evolves or it could change on a daily sometimes because of circumstances or expectations of what you have to do or get accomplished, all of those things. And then the third one was seek feedback. Mm. From I, other people? From other people. You look at yourself through a distorted lens of assumptions and biases. Mm-hmm. Feedback provides perspective. So what do you suggest? What does that look like? I think it would might be ask your husband.
1: What do you think about my relationship with Denise? Or- what do
0: you think about how I react to such and such? What do oh. you think about how I organize the house? I don't know. I'm, not, I'm just saying the things that we're trying to accomplish in ourselves... Are we doing it? Are we able to do it? We might think we've moved mountains and yet nobody's recognizing the fact that I've even changed.
1: Right. Okay. So, so looking at recent history, you could say to someone who was in the office, hey, was was my reaction to flushing my key down the toilet?
0: (laughs) Well, here's here's a better idea. How about you ask yourself the question? I don't know. So here it is. I don't know the answer. I'll give you an example. Imagine you choose to show up to fuel energy in others like that's how you're going to choose to show up you're going into a meeting and you want to fuel energy in others i'm is- I'm inspiring others to do let's say that's what you want to do that's okay. your aspirational self that's how you're choosing to show up you're going to ask yourself a couple questions what am i doing that gives you mm. the other person energy so before you decide to go into that room with that attitude ask yourself this question mm. what am i going to do to accomplish to accomplish that right Mm -hmm. second thing is how might I improve my ability to bring energy to that person Mm -hmm. again you don't even have to seek others if you don't have that ability right you can ask yourself
1: yeah that's true
0: how many times are you asking yourself a question
1: I don't oh I'm asking myself constantly
0: I'm not I'm not looking deep into myself and saying how am I how am I being a good mom to my children
1: no yes you are
0: but I'm not. I, I might try to do that, but I'm not actually asking my question to myself. And maybe that's important.
1: Okay. I think I think you're not giving yourself enough credit, but that's not what this podcast is about.
0: I, I'm, what I'm saying is I think being intentional about asking the question to yourself would be a self-reflection that will be worth the, the effort.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Being Ask- more intentional about asking the question, like really sit in that question and right. the answer. Right. Yeah.
0: The other, car- the other thing that I did after the aspirational self this last week, and I had given them a, um, a homework assignment, oh. which was, what values are important to you in terms of how you show up? Now, I realized that when I gave that to them, that I almost probably did it backwards.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That I should have probably asked for the values first, and what are those characteristics? Okay. We had a hard time, all of us, mm-hmm. sharing what our values were compared to it being the characteristics of how I'm going to show up. Okay. So, but when you're talking values, I don't think you can be true to yourself unless your values are front and center. Yeah. And so what are your values? What do you value in somebody?
1: Uh, loyalty, honesty, um uh please have a sense of humor i don't know if that's a value but you know that
0: type of thing i don't think that there's a wrong answer to this i think if you value comedy if you value fun (laughs) and i'm not saying that in a in a derogatory way i mean literally like if you're looking at a value for me honesty is a value yeah loyalty honesty Mm -hmm. sense of fun uh one of my co-workers carla said accountability Okay, I value people who are accountable for what they do for themselves. Okay, I think that was super great. That's super deep. I'm uh, I'm know. having a mind melt right now. Again, when you have to look into what your values are, that's a real stumper.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm
0: I'm telling everybody that's listening: think about what your your personal values are. Mm-hmm. What are they? Yeah. All right, and they are aligning with what you're doing daily, right? yeah are you holding
1: yourself accountable now this is especially true having spent most of my adult working life in newsrooms um being accountable for the mistakes that happen in that newsroom which happened on the daily something goes wrong and some they always have to trace it back to somebody who did this the minute you raise your hand and go it was me here's what i did here's why i did it get started on a solution That's the most valuable thing I ever learned in a newsroom is to immediately take accountability for the mistakes you made and work on a solution because you're not in trouble when you work on a solution.
0: That is exactly probably the biggest life lesson. And I might have shared this on the podcast before, but I was working in a agency where they were headhunters. Yes, sure. And the woman who hired me was a family friend. Right. And I had zero skills. Okay. And it was when computers were kind of new okay mm-hmm. word processing was just coming about right it was dos it was all this it stuff that was wasn't stuff. it was very antiquated and not great but I also was not prepared I was in college I was my first year in college I didn't have any skills to be I could answer a phone mm-hmm. okay writing a, a letter was I did not how to write a letter <laughs> I did not how to address it I did not how to oh. do any of those things oh There were four type A personality men in this group. Each one of them had their own, I would say, specialty area that they would um, try to find work for. Mm -hmm. So they were high executive headhunters where they were placing people in two and three hundred thousand dollar positions right Right. a year. This was Mm -hmm. very, very big deal. Sure. There was one man in there. He was a terrible human being and he saw my weakness and I was young. I I was 19 years old. I was so young and instead of being patient with me or kind to me, he was always very, very harsh. Mm. Now, looking back, I wish I had the insight and I wish I had the confidence that I could have just been right back at him, Mm -hmm. but I didn't. Mm And several times he sent my work over to the boss. Oh, wow. Because he didn't like how I had done something or that it wasn't professional enough or... And I was trying. I mean, I dressed up when I came to work. I mean, I was trying. hmm I just didn't have the ability. hmm I remember going into the boss's office, Mr. Adler, and he said to me... He, he brought this to my attention and I started making up excuses.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting.
0: And I don't remember the exact things that happened and I said, but I remember making up excuses and probably placing the blame on something other than myself. So
1: you're trying to defend by putting it on someone else got it. On something
0: now. or somebody else. That's natural though. It is natural. That's what we do. And he literally let me have it. Did he? Oh, he ripped me a new one. Oof. And it was so hard. Oh my goodness. And I remember I can still, it kind of brings me back to mm-hmm. that feeling of, I became very small and I became very it it hurt me it cut me because he was like don't ever do that again don't ever do what? don't ever make up excuses for your work do it right and get it right I don't want to hear excuses and don't ever make it don't ever make excuses for yourself own it own it Mm. you always own it Mm. that was literally i remember that and i stayed working there for a a while after that i just remembered that that empowered me it didn't it shouldn't hurt you it shouldn't make you fall it should make you get back up and say yeah Mm -hmm. i can be accountable yeah I, i can do that it's and this is a stupid analogy but
1: when we were teaching our son to ski to downhill ski the fact is you are going to fall Mm-hmm. Get back up and start You don't fall and go, that's it, I'm done We saw that, you see that on the slopes Every time you go skiing Some kid, some person, adults Just parked on the side of a mountain Going, how do I get down from here I'm not skiing anymore That was me, I've done that before <laughs> Denise, you, ha- you have to stop <sighs> But the fact is, the amount of falling Isn't um, Doesn't dictate How good of a skier you are it, You will fall Get up and start skiing again.
0: If you don't fall, you're
1: not trying. You will strike out. You know who had the most strikeouts? Barry Bonds. The year that he, you know, broke the record on steroids, allegedly. (laughs) He had the most strikeouts because that's what you do. Yeah. So it's that is throughout life, no matter what you're doing, no matter what situation you're in, mistakes are going to be made and they're expected. The minute you go into something and you think that i'm just going to do this perfect and they're all going to love me i do a lot of voiceover work Mm -hmm. and it's mostly industrial whatever doesn't matter but when i first started doing it i was sending them script my voiceover audio had to be perfect it was taking me hours to get it done now i know send them three different versions and they can pick and choose. They don't expect you to get it right. Sometimes they get a phone call and they say, hey, you know what? On this second one, we'd really like you to act a little more newsy. Can you do a news, you know, voice or whatever? Where as I was putting some sort of a, I don't know, happy, upbeat morning show thing on it. They wanted something more serious. Sounds great. People want the ability to make a correction because they have a different vision for it, especially when you're working for someone else or whatever. As a, as a boss, Denise, you... What you want is for people to come into your office and say, hey, there's three different ways I can do this. Which do you prefer?
0: Or just to do it. And if I happen to say, hey, can you add such and such to this line? Or can you do this? Don't cry.
1: That doesn't make (laughs) me think you're not a good worker.
0: I'm glad you... It's not a criticism. It's not a criticism. Thank you for doing it. But again, until you have that ability to... I'm just glad that I... Learned that lesson. Yes, because I could have just shrunk in myself. Oh. I could have just said, "Oh, poor me. He hates me. Yep. No, but I'm going to quit. I'm not going to." I literally didn't feel that way. I think mm-hmm. part of it is my upbringing. My 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 dad and mom were not warm and fuzzy yeah. all the time. Like right. it, there was a lot of criticism in the house. Yeah. So I was kind of used to it. Yeah. Which was poor me, poor me. Okay, suck it up. Yeah, nothing's going to change unless I change.
1: To learn that lesson, and you said you were 19.
0: I was 19 and, and I, it stuck with me. So some of the other values that people were talking were honesty. Some of them were stability. Mm. Again, I don't know if that's a value. I don't think there's a wrong or a right answer. For everyone to have to identify something was an, was an action that was needed. Yeah. And I felt like it was good. I like it. I loved it. So one of the things when you don't choose to how you show up, here's a few things to consider. You feel like a puppet with someone's hand rammed up your back. Mm-mm have you ever felt that way mm-hmm. like you're literally just going through the motions and somebody else is controlling the narrative here
1: i could go on for days
0: you go places you don't want to go and i'm talking about figurative, figuratively as well as physically physically
1: literally emotionally mentally yeah you're being drug mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: you go places you don't want to go yeah that happens. why are you doing that
1: because you don't have control of the environment you're currently in. It happens. Do you have control of yourself? You do, but sometimes the person who's in control of your life is a nutbag and they they, they take you to places. And But this, if
0: you do have control of yourself, then you don't let them do that.
1: N- yes and no. And I mean, that, this is easier said than done. I'm not disagreeing totally. with you. Totally. I'm not disagreeing totally. with you.
0: yeah None of this is perfect. None of this is gonna happen overnight. None of this is going to feel really great. I think what happens with this, and this is what I was telling them, I don't even notice that I do what I do anymore. It's a ritual. I do it. Mm-hmm. I can look back mm-hmm. and and see it from a distance now. And I mm-hmm. can see that I feel better.
1: Yes. I just can see feel that.
0: better. I feel more authentic. Yeah. I feel like I've accomplished things that I wanted to accomplish and I feel more pride in it because I'm not letting others control what I should be doing
1: yeah or I, how I, I feel I or how I react I'm thinking back to a boss that I had and this was a person who was legitimately insane and sometimes you're in situations like that where you don't get to control the narrative you know when you have a news director that's throwing trash cans across a room because we went to black and we shouldn't <laughs> have, there's legitimate reasons for you just surviving sure and you know you look at that now and I'm okay I'm 30 years away from that and I'm like if that happened to me today not only would I call the police I'd quit on the spot wasn't an option at the time you'd
0: also give him a piece of your mind and you tell him to knock it off and you'd have all of these things there's
1: not there are people in situations right now who don't have that option so then it becomes You have to go interior. Exactly. You have to go inside. You can't
0: solve his problem. No. You can't solve the fact that he's a jackass.
1: You're going to have to put up with it. You're going
0: to have to learn how to do that.
1: My narrative inside has to be something of, you know, ignore it, move on, do your job. Doesn't matter that there's a... piece with it. There's a trash can flying past my head.
0: Have empathy for him. Maybe he's got it something really wrong with oh that.
1: it has proven to be true sure you know you know, you
0: know now I know back, for a fact. you exactly yes. know what happened to him oh the internet's a glorious place <laughs> when you don't choose how you show up you drift through opportunities mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that part
1: the drifting through opportunities is very sad
0: it's very sad because and just think about all the things that you've missed out mm-hmm. on or mm-hmm. the opportunity to participate in because you let yourself be controlled by something that wasn't who you wanted to be Mm -hmm. i i love that part Mm -hmm. when you don't choose how you show up consider you consider circumstances and people enemies wait wait wait
1: wait wait say that again
0: when you when you don't choose how you show up you consider circumstances and people as enemies instead of opportunities
1: got it amen 100 percent it's all about the way you perceive and not the way they perceive or intend. It's about your your perception of them and your perception of yourself and not what they're bringing to the table.
0: We have young listeners out there. This is a mature way of moving forward. In inside yourself Mm -hmm. like this is one of those things where you got to get to a place where you care more about how you feel Mm -hmm. Than what other people feel about you.
1: I always said this to Cameron and his friends. No one's paying attention to you They are all concerned about themselves and that's super I don't mean to sound like the the yoga people that I just insulted but (laughs) it's very that's very empowering to know that to have that information and to truly believe it which is absolutely true it's a rare rarity when people are focused on you and what you're doing no they're not
0: they really aren't
1: they don't care do your thing don't worry about it
0: so one quote that I heard it was in the over the overwhelmed brain Mm. it was just a I found it on I think I found it on LinkedIn possibly I'm not sure and it was entitled How Do You Show Up For Life this was the quote how you show up and that's in quotes has a direct effect on your level of satisfaction and progress in life
1: Mm -hmm. I like that it's true it's true
0: how you show up has a direct effect Mm -hmm. and I think that's why I wanted to talk about it today I love it it's so it's it's one of those things it's It's never going to be perfect. You can start every single day, every single hour new. Mm -hmm. If if it didn't go well in the afternoon and you didn't go right, things didn't turn out the way you wished or Mm -hmm. hoped or thought or you didn't react in the way that is in sync with your values or your aspirational self, so what? Move on. Mm -hmm. Get to the next one. Start again. Mm -hmm. I agree.
1: There's nothing wrong with um, apologizing. No. You go in and say, sorry, I threw that trash can at your head. Glad I missed. And I'm going to try better to not Did you ever
0: get an apology?
1: Oh, heavens no. (laughs) There was no apologies. But I think that that would, that goes a long way. People may look at you and go, okay, okay, Denise, whatever. And be disgusted about it. But then later in the day, they'll think about it. It takes a big person to go apologize for their behavior and just say, hey, I was wrong. I appreciate what you do. I'm sorry I reacted that way. I'm going to try better. And next time and then everybody goes home and then you try better the next day it goes it goes a long way
0: i just think it's one day at a time mm-hmm. it's one hour at a time and sometimes it's one minute at a time Truly. but again center yourself in the morning make it a ritual for yourself find peace for yourself so that you can have peace throughout the day
1: we're going to post links and a bunch of information on our website to average girls be sure and give us a follow on instagram and facebook to average girls podcast also if If you find yourself looking at your phone, Mm -hmm. that purple button, and you have not rate, reviewed, or subscribed, go ahead and do that to Two Average Girls. It really helps us. And um, we would appreciate you even
0: more than we already do. And remember, we are on all the platforms. I listen to us on iHeartRadio. Do you? I love iHeartRadio. Yeah, iHeartRadio is pretty great. It's a great thing. They have podcasts. They have everything. Spotify. Yeah. It's awesome.
1: It's good. So you can find us everywhere. It's not just apple no although we love it but it's uh yeah we're sort of everywhere so go ahead and you know rate review and subscribe us on all the platforms that would really help but we appreciate it in the meantime i'm ann police and i'm denise cooper we are two average girls we'll see you next time